Justin on yet, you know, it was a fake because we needed a Leprechaun Nate on the show. Yeah, you guys just walked the prank. But not all the cameras on. Oh boy. So for those of you uh, that joined us the first time, thank you. For those of you joining us this time, thank you again. Uh, we're going to give this a shot, so we're going to let the audience build for a minute. We'll get Justin on, and uh, we should be uh, good to go. I'm going to edit this so it'll say uh, Justin Yoon is going to be on with us here in a minute. All-time leading kicker for the Irish. And uh, we'll get your comment. Or, I'm sorry, your questions answered as well. If you're listening on iTunes, thank you for downloading. Uh, please feel free to rate us, give us good reviews, because uh, Nate does a really good job, right, Nate? Yeah. Yep. All right, let's go ahead and get Justin on. Without further ado, we got the audience building here. Nate, why don't you want the Bill Leprechauns one and all? Handle this one. Well, this one's like 90 years old. Let's see. We're gonna call him. Wait. It's okay. You were training, or maybe you were trying out for the Raiders or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my phone was off. I don't know why. I thought I thought it was on the whole time, but it was just off completely. So. Totally, totally all good. We're super excited to have you, man. I appreciate the time today. No, thank you, thank you. So uh, we're gonna just ask you a few questions. Uh, start off with your uh, your career at Notre Dame, and then we'll get into uh, kind of what you're up to now. So. Um, coming out of high school, uh, did you have multiple offers coming out, or was it always just Notre Dame was where you were going no matter what? I had uh, seven. You had seven different offers? Yes, sir. Okay, what was it that uh, that made you finally choose uh, Notre Dame? Um, you know, it came down to a couple schools, obviously, but um, some of the choices that I was looking at uh, had to fit in some of the requirements that I was looking at, so... Uh, the few requirements that I was looking at were kind of um, academically uh, strong, um, good football program. Um, you know, what 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 can I do possibly afterwards, like a future that can come out of the school? Um, you know, what what type of school is it? Is it full of people? You know, have you know good personalities and stuff like that. So I was looking at uh, different types of requirements uh, and. Also who was uh, your main recruiter uh, for Notre Dame? Um, my main recruiter, um, I believe it was uh, Price Tracy. Oh, okay. Um, well, but I believe uh, I believe um, well, Coach um, Coach Scott, he was on uh, mm-hmm. me pretty pretty strongly. Um, so he actually came to me once uh, in Massachusetts uh, during that spring. So I do remember that. Very cool. 
So, Justin, let's talk a little bit about your career at Notre Dame. I mean, uh, what does it mean to you to to literally be the the points leader in all in all the hundred and plus years of Notre Dame football? You are the all time points leader. What does that mean to you? What's that? What does that accomplishment mean? Um, you know, I, uh, I've I've always talked about how this accomplishment hasn't really hit me uh, that yet. You know, that that strong yet. But I do believe uh, that it's it's something to you know really help me look forward to things I guess um because I know that uh that means I'll be in the record histories and stuff like that so uh you know it hasn't hit me that well yet but I do believe as I go along and I continue to uh, age and stuff like that I'll, I'll look back at it and say uh, you know what a career I had so I think it's something that I'm proud of I'm also glad that you know I got an opportunity like this and I'm so grateful to everything that uh you know that happened for me so Tim Platson asked, what does Justin think of Jonathan Dora and the future of kicking for the Irish? Um, you know, I believe uh, he's a strong player. Um, he's got a really strong uh, I mean, I, I, I would say he had a stronger life than me for sure. Whoa. Um, so, so, you know, hopefully, hopefully uh, he can uh, back that up and hopefully he can continue to work hard and uh, get a good season this year. Um, it's going to be a big one. Uh, luckily, he's been through uh, two seasons of kickoff, so he knows what a game is going to be like. It's not like he's going in uh, new, and nothing's going to be you know that much of a big, frightening deal for him. The only difference is that he's got a heavier load in the sense of he's got to do both field goal and kickoffs. But I believe that you know he'll he'll be able to uh, maintain his uh, strengths and you know continue to go forward from there. Um, now, as long as uh, he continues to work hard, and I think if he keeps his mind straight, uh, he'll he'll be fine. I had heard that there was uh, Harrison Leonard was uh, also giving uh, Jonathan Dora a push. You could could you see them maybe having one kick and one kick off? Could you see that being a possibility? Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised just because you know uh, that that's happened with uh, with me there. Um, so you know, it's a possibility, um, but. I think I think it's uh, important to look at different factors. I mean, I mean, who knows? I mean, he may, you know, Harrison Leonard. I know he's a pretty good kicker. Um, at the same time, there are different, you know, factors you gotta rely on. Uh, for instance, you know, it's his first time going in. You know, it's good that we have a fresh, uh, fresh guy coming in. You know, that that's someone, he's someone you, you know, uh, the coach can rely on uh, uh, at the second as well. Uh, my thought process is if he goes in, then, uh, you know, that's awesome for him. And I hope that he's able to uh, get through, you know, the initial the initial uh, panicky situation, I guess yeah. you could say. You know, kind of kind of the stress that you, you get as, when, you, when you first begin. Um, that's the hardest. Um, so if you look at those kind of factors, uh, I would say Jonathan Dora has played in multiple games. So he had uh, the, you know, the up advantage in that sense um but uh if harrison can get through uh if he plays and if he can get through the initial phases um uh, you know that things can plan out so uh you know hopefully both kickers continue to work hard and i hope they uh they do the best that they can awesome so take us through um what was your your most you mentioned the word stress when it comes to kicking and i can't imagine much more stress than being out there in front of eighty thousand plus or a hundred thousand plus but Take us through your most stressful kick that you can remember at your time at ND, whether it be at home or on the road. 
Um, more than stressful, I would say it's more of an anxiety. Um, you mm-hmm. know, it's it's, uh, it's a huge adrenaline rush, but at the same time, uh, this huge uh, thing where you're just like, wow, I'm actually on the stage, um, actually in front of 80,000 people. Uh, for me, that was, I would say it was definitely the very first kick of my career at ND. Um, you know, when I was coming from a high school with maybe not even more than 100 uh, people, uh, especially parents watching the games, wow. and uh, you know, going from there to a stage where there's 80,000 people, you know, it, it definitely you know is an eye shocker. Sure. So uh, I think for me that was the biggest moment of anxiety to the point where I think I remember I I almost didn't know where the ball was going as soon as <laughs> I hit it. Um, I didn't really know what I was doing. I just went in and kind of body my body took over. Um, so. You know, I think that was a very uh, of anxiety and the highest, utmost time that I, I probably felt that that crazy amount of pressure. Sweet. But uh, you know, after going through it and after getting through a couple of games, I think that really settled and helped me get through uh, throughout the season and the rest of my career. Yeah, you know, that's definitely one thing in watching you over the course of the four years at Notre Dame. Um, it never seemed like you got rattled. Like if you missed a kick. You know, it seemed like you just kind of walked off the field, went back to the, and went back, went about your business, and never seemed like you got rattled. Do you attribute that to anything specific? You know, um, all the years of kicking practice, things like that, or is that just kind of who you are? Um, I would definitely say uh, that comes to all the practice that I've done, um, because without practice, I don't think you could really do anything like that. Um, you know, practice is what helps you uh, get through those moments. Um, and as you practice, you know, you also have your teammates uh, who can count on you, and I think that's what's important. Um, the fact that you have support from behind is what's, uh, what helps you, you know, build that confidence, that ball of support. Um, obviously, there's an initial phase where, you know, as you come in your first time, kind of do have to prove yourself um, because, you know, you've got to command that respect. But I think once you get it uh, and you build a solid uh, base around that, um, I think uh, everything else follows. Uh, you don't have to worry about anything else. You just got to focus on what. For sure. Kicking at Notre Dame, what do you think was like the most, like a kick you did that you felt most accomplished about? Um, most accomplished? Uh, there's a couple instances, but I would say uh, my most accomplished one would be the LSU game. Oh, yeah. Um, being able to take uh, two field goals uh, during that kind of uh, game was, uh, I think, really impactful, and I think that built more confidence. Like, uh, I was, I went throughout uh, my season, uh, just knowing that, you know, the team could count on me. I think that was uh, the biggest uh, moment. Sure. Um, walk us through, I'd like to know too, you know, being a kicker, you don't always expect to have to make a tackle or anything like that. Was there ever a time where you guys were playing somebody that maybe had a star studded or a real big... Remember that ever coming into play? Um, yes. Uh, when we were playing against Georgia, um, <laughs> I, I remember the one we, we barely lost, 20-19. to 19, um, I remember kicking off and... Uh, their their uh, returner grabbed it and you you was quite a big guy and I just remember <laughs> well, I'm gonna really have to go tackle this guy but uh, you know they're unfortunate unfortunately and almost scored a touchdown <laughs> luckily the fortunate part was that they got a penalty and that got back yeah so you know it was it was pretty uh, crazy 
part of what I was looking at, but uh, I think that helped me uh, sort of fight down um, during that season because I ended up having to make up uh, four tackles. Yeah, I, I was just going to say the reason I asked you that question is because I, I, I would point out to Nate, I, I vividly remember there were several times where you weren't one of these kickers that kind of waited back and, you know, from where you kicked off. You went up in there and tried to make that tackle just like Tyler used to, you know, when he was punting. Yeah. You know, it, it seemed like you weren't exactly, right. you're not the biggest guy out there, no offense, but I mean, you were out there trying to get, right. get, your, your, get your nose dirty and get your tackle. So I appreciate that about you, way you play. Right. Well, good stuff. Well, I mean, it's important to, you know, it's a football, you know, football, the yardage game, you know, has big more yards, uh, the easier it is for them to score. So, you know, at the end of the day, you kind of do have to bump down, just, you know, do whatever you can. It doesn't matter how big you are. I mean, there are guys outside uh, on the team who are smaller than me and still make, make tackles or will get hit and up. So, you know, it's, it's something that everyone... You know, the whole team's doing, you know, it's something that I need to bulk on as well and do the same. So at a, at a typical practice out there, you know, you got your, your defense, your offense. What what would you guys, you and Tyler and some of the other placeholders, things like that, place seekers, I should say, what, what did a normal practice look like for you? Were you just launching balls left and right or were you kind of just doing your own thing and then called over during team drills? Um, so, I mean, it really depends on the day, but there were some days where we had field goals. Uh, so my field goal day was normally all. Wednesday okay. and Thursday, um, and then my kickoff day would also be on Wednesday and Thursday. So uh, on Mondays and Tuesdays, um, it'd be really light, but focused on you know maintaining what my goal is for that day. So I'd focus in on you know two things and just work on that. Um, so um, most of the time, I mean, in that sense, um, it was pretty uh, pretty uh, good for me to be able to not just focus on my craft, but also be able to watch what you know Tyler and the other guys were doing and, and help them with their craft so um, I thought that was uh, important as well as uh, towards the end always being with the team so being able to watch what they're doing understanding what they're doing so so coach Polian was your position coach man I, I, I had an opportunity I was blessed to go to fantasy camp this year and we got to spend some time with coach Polian and I can't even imagine you guys are very very different characters it seems like very animated. What was it like playing for Coach Polian so closely? Um, you know, Coach Polian, I believe he uh, has a lot of knowledge um, of the game. Um, you know, I mean, he's been around a lot of different coaches and different teams. So, um, you know, he, he does know a lot about, the, about football and the kicking game. Um, so, uh, you know, it's, I think, uh, you know, there were times where I definitely got very good feedback from him, you know, trying to understand uh, different things about why he, he believed in certain aspects of kicking. So, uh, you know, it was, it was pretty interesting in that, those, in that respect. And in his respect, he would also, you know, ask me certain things um, to you know, not only get myself better, but also to be able to help Dora out. So. That's awesome. I love that. Um, we got a question from the audience here. Uh, Sean Hagen wants to know, what is the furthest kick you've ever made uh, a field goal from uh, successful field goal from uh in game or in practice <laughs> both why not let's hear both um in game um first i've made was a 54 yard field goal um in practice uh, i actually did this last year in training camp of 62 so. oh my gosh that's insane all right uh matthew rose says tell mr you and a big hello from me from upstate new york so you got a lot of fans here it's a lot of players on the show and I would say when we announced you coming on, we probably got more pictures on our Facebook page of pictures you've taken with kids and 
adults and all that than any other player, man. So you're a you're a fan favorite for sure. Oh wow! Uh, just want to say thank you to everyone who uh, has supported me throughout my four years. Um, you know, it's really been a true blessing to be able to play for Notre Dame and have fans uh, like you know you guys and everyone out there. Um, you know, the best moment of my life has been uh, the walk. Oh yeah! And you know, it, it, I can't I can't thank any, thank any of the you know fans who came and supported us and watched and supported us throughout my four years. I mean, that's that was truly unbelievable and that's the moment of my entire uh, game, uh, career is just being able to go on the walk and see everyone you know the wristband uh, maker uh, he, <laughs> say, he says what's up so yeah. <laughs> we got we got ourselves some wristbands too he's uh, he's he's an awesome guy yeah he's that's cool stuff yes sir no he's he's truly awesome um you know i I've always supported uh, everything that he's done, especially his wristbands. I mean, yeah. they're, they're the best wristbands I've seen. Um, you, know, if, you know, if anyone wants them, you know, they're, they're, they're the ones you want to get. Absolutely. Um, for sure. Um, so, Justin, let's talk a little bit real quickly here about, you know, to kind of where you're at now. So, um, can you kind of walk everybody through what's been going on since you graduated, uh, since the draft, and kind of what's happening now and where you go from here? Yeah, I mean, uh, so after after my season uh, ended with the Clemson game, um, I was able to get a little bit of a uh, break in. But uh, immediately after, I had a had a uh, invitation to the NFLPA game, um, which happened, I believe, on January twenty something. Um, so uh, I had to train for that, um, be able to play in that game. So I played with. I was actually there with Tyler Newsom. Um, and we were able to play that game. Uh, fortunately, it wasn't my uh, greatest uh, ideal opportunity. I didn't do as uh, well as I should have. Um, so, you know, it was unfortunate, but I got a good experience out of that, uh, seeing what kind of the future was holding. Um, so I had an opportunity to go to that. Um, afterwards, uh, I went to uh, different uh, opportunities, uh, like uh, the Coles Kicking Combine, stuff like that, to be able to uh, you know, get further up my stock in a sense. Um, show teams that, you know, um, show teams that I want. I want to, you know, try my best and show that I'm, you know, worthy. Um, so I went out there, um, did that, uh, and then following that, um, I went. I went to uh, the pro day in March, um, and I felt like I had a pretty successful pro day. Um, I was, I believe, like 10 for 13, 11 for 13, or something like that. And kickers were pretty good, so uh, I had a good day. Uh, and then March, I mean, uh, April came, and I had uh, two tryouts uh, with the Bears and uh, Minnesota Vikings, um, which I felt like I did well there, too. And uh, then I went to uh, the Bears tryout in minicamp in uh, May. And uh, currently, I'm actually in South Bend, still uh, trying to trying to uh, you know get to the next level, uh, continuing to train, and uh, I'm also just working at the same time to pay my expenses. So, sure. um, for a kicker, you don't you don't get really a, an option. You know, it's not we're not we're not the stellar players that you know we get to go. <laughs> oh, I want to choose a team. Um, for me, is if a team calls. Um, you know, in my sense, I'm kind of begging at this at this point. So, um, so for me, if a team calls, I'll be I'll be excited, ecstatic, sure. whatever you whatever you call it. I'll be I'll be grateful for everything, and I'll do whatever I can to make sure I can stay on the team. 
Uh, Jeff Joyce wants to know how your brother's hockey career is going. Oh, my brother. Well, I mean, he he uh, he played at uh, a D three uh, team uh, up in uh, Maine for Bowdoin College. Um, so he played there. But I mean, his his main <laughs> was uh, for him to uh, graduate as a bio bio pre med classics major and go to med school. So he's doing that right now. He's uh, looks like everything's going well for him at his med school. So Justin, after you work, because we're going to have faith and put it out there, the universe, you're going to get picked up. After your long playing career is over, what what's next for Justin Yoon? What's the you know the regular nine to five, so to speak, look like for you? Well, you know, uh, originally for me, the path never was football. Um, when I first played football, I just played it for the love of the game, for the fun of uh, kicking. Um, you know, and you know, I was very fortunate. I was very very fortunate to be able to get this spot with uh, Notre Dame. Uh, as a kicker, so, uh, but I went to Notre Dame because of the degree, the, the education that I, that I got out of it, so uh, fortunately for me, uh, I graduated with a 3.5 GPA uh, in finance, so, uh, you know, I'm hoping to uh, get something out of that, and I think a future in uh, financial financial advising, consulting, uh, is something that I'm looking forward to. Um, okay. I'm done with my career. Very good. Well, Justin, definitely keep in touch, man. We want to. We'll be staying in touch and following your career in the NFL and and wherever else that takes you. Uh, I truly appreciate the time today. Um, is there anything else you'd like to talk to the fans about that are listening? We got quite a good audience uh, built up right now. So, is, uh, do you want to tell fans how they can stay in touch with you? Anything you want to support? Anything like that? <laughs> well, uh, I'm truly again blessed and grateful for everything that the fans have done. Um, you know, I. I'm going to be around in South Bend, so you know if, if you guys see me, don't don't be a stranger. I'll be around. You guys can talk to me, uh, whatever it is, um, you know. And you know, as as uh, as the season comes in for Notre Dame, uh, hopefully uh, uh, John Doerr and uh, I mean uh, whoever whoever ends up taking the spot, um, you know, hopefully you guys can support uh, him as he goes here and his pathway. Uh, to uh, hopefully know, have a really strong career at the end and do the best that he can for the team. Absolutely. Spoken like a true gentleman. Uh, once again, Justin, thank you very much for the time, and uh, we wish you nothing but the best of luck, and go Irish. Yes, sir. Go Irish. Thank right. you. Take care, Justin. All righty. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Man, is there anything better than what he said at the end there? You know, thanking the fans first off, but then secondarily talking about wanting J- Jonathan Doerr. You know, give your support to Jonathan Doerr. So, all-time leading scorer at Notre Dame saying, hey, thanks and everything, fans. We appreciate you. We love you. But go get behind the next guy. That that right there is a definition of leadership in class. Uh, what do you think, Nate? Any takeaways from you, bud? I mean, I like that he said he had a better – Door had a better um, uh, leg than Yoon did. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, that's good. <laughs> we, uh, we're definitely going to get behind Jonathan Door. I, you know, I just uh, – every time I think of Jonathan Door, I think back to – Last year, there was a couple times where he just straight up kicked the ball out of bounds and cost us some some very valuable field uh, uh, field position. Uh, so I'm hoping that um, that he gets that correct. Let's put it that way. Hold on, we got Brian Little coming on. Mr. Little, how we doing, buddy? Blockhead in the house. Hey guys, how's it going? Brian Little here. We're doing good, man. How's the blockhead life treating you? Well, I mean, normally you know I come on and I try to be a little bit of a persona, but this time I'm going to be extremely serious. So if you don't mind. I kind of need the listeners to pay attention to what I'm going to tell you because I've got 
very good news for the Dose Leprechauns podcast network. Very good news. Let's hear it. Okay, so as you know, uh, I took on the task of putting the show on iTunes and putting it on Spotify. Just you know, just taking the audio format. That's been a lot of fun for me. It's been good. But guys, you have to hear me when I say this. There is a program called Launchpad DM, and I've figured out how to get an account. I have it set up where all the old shows that we have and import this one tonight on Launchpad DM. Here's why I say that. Launchpad DM specifically is the hosting platform that can get the Dose Leprechauns podcast onto Podcast One. Mm. In other words, your show would be on the same level as Jordan Arbinger and Adam Carolla, Shaquille O'Neal, Dan Patrick's show. Chael Sonnen. Show, the Chael Sonnen and everything in between that you can think of. They're on Podcast One. Y'all know that is the holy grail of podcasts. They end up getting out 50,000, 100,000 listens per episode. That means more opportunities for sponsorships. That means a lot more listenership. It's a big deal, guys. But the reason I say that is I need the listeners to hear me on this. The way it will happen, the way it would actually work, if the Dose Leprechauns is heard enough and continue to subscribe and get five-star reviews and continue to get traffic, that means you guys can end up being on the all-star roster. That means your show will be displayed up there with some of the best of Podcast One. That is a huge deal. I believe that we can do it, and I just want the listeners to hear that. That's the way they can help us, is continue to listen to iTunes, continue to leave five-star reviews, continue to share this show, continue to go on to Spotify, listen to it anywhere you can. Guys, it will be such a dream come true to see you guys make it big, because if anybody can, I believe your show can do it. Well, man, as always, we're humbled by your kind words, Brian. You're an awesome guy brother and uh, brother in christ and just an all-around awesome dude so we appreciate all your support and hopefully we'll make this happen and uh you're you're as much a member of the team as anybody else so thank you very much sir you're very welcome again i hope everybody hears that that's not me being yfb that's me being serious so thank you again guys god bless you but the more once i get this going launchpad dm will have it and pretty soon we will see the dust leprechauns podcast in my heart, I believe we can do it. We will see you guys on podcast one. This real, is so exciting. I cannot wait. Real quick, uh, be little. Uh, let's talk about this Saturday. Uh, my picks, DC destroys Stipe. And really? a record, returning Nate Diaz stomps Anthony Pettis out. I wonder if he's going to be able to make the walk now that he smoked that CBD joint. For the hey, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> that's semantics, buddy. Semantics. <laughs> Nate, what do you right. got? Wow, going no, going back to Strike Force, huh? Let's have some fun with this a little bit. It's okay if I'm wrong, but we'll have some fun. It should be interesting. Well, nonetheless. I'll, I'll bet you. Uh, to win against Derek Brunson. I'll bet you an A&W root beer. Okay, A&W root beer is definitely. Uh, right. I'll take you up on that. All right, brother. All right, buddy. See ya. All right, so that was Brian Little, our your favorite blockhead. Um, he's been helping us out with the podcast and getting. Getting the podcast onto iTunes and Spotify, as he mentioned. You know, if you guys haven't already, please go on iTunes and leave us a, a five-star review. If you're listening now and you downloaded it, thank you very much. Please continue to download and leave those five-star reviews. we, we got to get Nate to Notre Dame and pay for Notre Dame College. we got to get him to the University of Notre Dame. It's not going to happen with my current day job, so we got to get him to Notre Dame based on making it big in the podcasting world. Grandpa. <laughs> yeah, Grandpa. Grandpa. Somebody call Grandpa. Hello. All right, what do you got? At? What else you got, Nate? We got, and then they wrote the computer. Yep, that was all Nate. Beard bed, dude. I shaved the beard. I shaved some of the beard. If you're if you're listening to the downloaded version, 
I did shave my beard considerably. I had the big, huge deal going. Shaved it down considerably, trying to look more professional. Um, so yeah, Nate's got a little fuzz going now too. I think I can count about one, two, <laughs> five, or six hairs on there. Uh, but yeah, it was a good time. So let's see who else we got here. We got uh, Anthony DeRico. I'm, I'm you, Jason, on that, brother. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you. Let's see, Melissa Kovach saying hi. He's McDaniel. Hey, Melissa, they're going back and forth. Nate, hey, Heath, I hope you like that shout out, baby. For the putt. He really does make, I don't have it on right now, but he makes the coolest wristbands. Yoon had one on the season, several different ones. I have one. Nate has one. They're pretty sweet. Um, trying to think what else I want to get to. I think that's pretty much it. If you uh, watch the first uh, part of this show, you probably missed out, but we have a new company we're going to be working with called Elite Sports USA. They're going to be selling some shirts, uh, hats, sweatshirts, hoodies, the whole thing. Uh, so look for that. We're going to have our own website with them. Very, very cool designs, very comfortable shirts. Work for the Spartan Run. So if you saw that, that was what we had going on there. Uh, Nate, what do you got before you sign off? Okay. Um, okay. Follow M Lepe twenty three on Instagram. Leapy. There's more. There's more. All right. And then also follow at one true underscore goat. And don't cut this off because that's important. Real quick, um, I want to give a shout out to this guy. Nate's been working really hard with football this year. Notre Dame Titans. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter and all that. Keep up with their their season. I, I'm looking for a good season. I mean, we've got some some young talent and their butts off. They're heading out to Fresno for a, a game in, I think, two or three weeks. No. Scrimmage on Friday against my alma mater, Ramona, so that would be interesting. And then a uh, big uh, first game next Thursday against Xavier Prep on the road. So big game coming up for this guy. What, what position can you be playing this year, Nate? Um, uh, yeah, guard and tackle. Not at the same time. Um uh, and then uh, nose and or end. All right, and playing a little special teams action too. Get yeah. get that pump block going. Uh, see, we fitted flat bill. Okay, whatever. All right, so um, what I want to do right now, we're going to uh, close the show, but I want to close the show. This past uh, Monday, there was a very tragic incident that occurred with uh, one of our law enforcement. We definitely support law enforcement. Uh, CHP officer named um, Andre Moy uh, was was uh, killed in action, um, you know, serving his community. So. We want to just give a shout out to the Moy family um, and let them know that whole family know we're thinking about him. He was a Riverside resident, lived in Riverside, served Riverside, and uh, unfortunately, uh, this crazy madman, uh, you know, his life uh, injured two other CHP officers. So we're definitely playing, praying for our California Highway Patrol friends, uh, Riverside PD. We were we're always praying. For Pat. Uh, is a, a, a law enforcement officer. We appreciate all that you guys do. Thank you to all of our troops. We support you. Thank you for your service. Um, everybody, just be excellent to one another. You know, there's so much bad stuff going on in the world. I tell this guy all the time. Nate's got such a big heart. He treats everybody great. But I, I just really want to say that. I mean, if you be excellent to one another, be nice, treat people the way you want to treat others. You know, it's it's the golden rule. Just be excellent. That's all it comes down to. And then some of these things will start to to happen less, hopefully. And uh, just got to keep praying on it. So that's that, That's it for this show, Nate. Before we go, you got any other shout-outs or anything else you want to talk about? Okay, that's a no. We'll see you guys next time. Don't forget, this Sunday, the preview show for the season, we're going to get it going probably about 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. Uh, Saturday, the article will drop. Thanks to Jason Pruitt, Pat Cormick, Matt Dunbar. Or, I'm sorry, before each game to get everything going. So. Dose. Leprechauns be the place, the podcast for inspiration and taste. With people all around from different sizes and shapes, from different cultures and backgrounds in the race. We got Jason and Nate, 
Host in the house, built to create, be in the lighthouse to keep us to the gate. Got the Notre Dame back in education, led the way from the bus about to drive it home. To rock a man with a plan that was so grand, built the flight out the dome. Zorro without the mask, but still cuts down.